Are you freaking kidding me? Are you are you kidding me? 25 to 4. Jokic from half court for the win. Unbelievable game. Unbelievable win. We'll talk about it on Lockdown Nuggets. You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us and making us part of your day. Hope you're having a great start to the new year. And thanks for being an everyday or checking us out Monday through Friday here on Locked On Nuggets. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, where we do appreciate the five-star reviews, on Spotify, and on YouTube. You can go to youtube.com slash Nuggets. Best way to support the show. Uh, you can find this show at youtube.com slash Nuggets. Uh, I'm Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined by Swipey, who you can actually call, out, always catch on his YouTube channel as well, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Cam. After the Nuggets, down by 18. Storm back. 25 to 4. Jokic from half court to beat the Golden State Warriors in Golden State, 130 to 127 in what has to be the most feel-good, exciting, thrilling, enjoyable win of the season, Swipa. Yeah, look, I mean, you probably saw it based on my timeline last night. Um, I lost my mind. I think that it was vindication. It was one of those wins where they, you saw them try this versus Houston when they were down 25 in the fourth quarter, and you felt had the lead been a little bit closer, they might have been able to do it. And this is just one of those games, man, where the Nuggets, and I said it last night, I think the Nuggets are the boogeyman. They're a nightmare. You know, you think you run away. You think you've gotten away. Uh, and then the next thing you know, they're hunting you down, and they're finding you wherever you might be hiding. And I think yesterday, man, they just did such a great job uh, showing resiliency. They dominated dominated the fourth quarter they just don't back down they're not scared of any moment jamal murray peyton watson aaron gordon michael porter jr with a key rebound to help them greet the momentum back and then obviously peyton watson man peyton has continued to just go like this as the season has gone along and doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon so incredible game incredible coaching job by michael malone and there's some things that he's done leading up to this point that really helped to turn the tide yesterday. So I'm excited to get in all of it. Yeah. For starters, I'll say um, the Warriors had to be kicking themselves because if they had just pushed this to 20 with eight minutes to go, then maybe, maybe Malone's like, all right, front end of a back-to-back on the road, not our night. That's fine. But the Warriors could not get separation. They go on this massive third quarter run to turn that entire quarter around. It was an insane, th- I mean, the Warriors do this at home all the time. They're, they have been the best third quarter team in the league over the last 10 seasons. Um, they outscored Denver 44-24 in the third. And they take this huge lead into the fourth quarter and they've got an opportunity with Jokic on the bench and they just can't, they can't get it to 20. And so Yoke comes back in with it like 16, 15, 14. And that's close enough that where you're, if you're in the NBA, and I, I want to, this is an important thing. Ty Lue, as good of a coach as Ty is, and I think Ty's a really good coach, Ty pulls the plug there. I've seen him do it. He's done it a ton. Where if his team's on the road and they're down 16, 18, he's going to be like, all right, you know what? Now our night, we'll get him next time, guys. But, like, 
Malone's not wired that way. Malone puts stars back in. It's within range because he knows. He talked about this. You just need you need a little bit of pressure, and things can happen. And it leads to opportunities like this, and a, a moment, and a game like this, a huge win. Which, by the way, I don't. It's not going to be an issue given where the Warriors are at. But it does win the season series for them. Jokic finishes with 34 points, nine rebounds, ten assists, two steals, one block. 13 of 16 from the field. How many shots has he missed in the last four games, Swiba? Five. Five shots. Shooting. Five shots in four games he's missed. Um, Jamal Murray goes for 25 points on eight of 16 shooting. Very efficient despite going one of six from three. So guess what? Yeah. He was seven of 10 from two-point range. Um, yeah. Six assists for Jamal, including what I consider to be the most important play of the game, which I want to talk about in the second segment. Um, Aaron Gordon. Love this comment to start off the show here on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash locked on nuggets. <laughs> Jay says we should thank his Rottweiler because AG is transformed into a dog. Uh, AG beat up on Sarich and Trace Jackson in this game with Draymond out 30 points, nine boards, two assists, 11 of 17, and six of seven from the free throw line. Massive yeah. game from AG. Um, you know, Peyton Watson, let's talk about your guy. 19 points for Peyton Watson, five boards, two of four from three, always an important distinction. And he hit, again, that's the play I want to talk about late uh, in the second or in the second segment is that three-pointer that he hit, which was absolutely massive. Um, it Just incredible um, how Peyton has ascended. And I will, like, I will tell you, Swipa, last night was the one. Last night was the yeah. one where I'm like, okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> if he's going to hit that shot in that situation, he's going to defend like this. And like, look, Steph got him, got him a couple of times late and missed shots, but the effort was there to defend him and to bother him with the length. I thought that Peyton did an excellent job. Um, terrific game from your guy, Peyton Watson. Yeah. I think Malone has done this now. The OKC, he closed the game. They lost by one. The Nets, he closed the game. They won that game. He then fouled a three point shooter on the other end. And then now you get this game from Peyton Watson where Coach Malone is saying, go ahead and close the game. And I think and I've said this, uh, I think we talked about this before. You know, Calvin Booth said that he is a Bruce Brown replacement, but he, in Calvin Booth's mind, he does everything better than Bruce Brown. Yeah. And I think they are looking at a six foot eight, long wing, rangy player that has all upside because he was nothing but floor when he was drafted. They drafted him at his floor. And they said, if we can just build him into 40% of what he could possibly be, we have a plus defensive and slight leaning offensive player in the league. And all of a sudden, Peyton Watson has not just been a plus offensive player, he's become a good offensive player in the Denver Nuggets offense and on top of that while maintaining his defensive value. 19 points in 19 minutes yesterday, plus seven off the bench yesterday, and was able to hit, as we will talk about, the three of the game Wide open. And again, great training for this, Matt Moore. Yeah. The Memphis Grizzlies set him up for success. He got a chance to get his rhythm going. If you're going to leave me completely open, could you think I'm a liability? What did Peyton Watson say after the game? I feel like they were disrespecting my shot. Well, guess what? The Golden State Warriors, they disrespected his shot. He lined them up, lit them up, put them down. Yo, Peyton Watson, man, has taken a leap of leaf this year. And I would say, Matt Moore, He's making a case, not saying he is, he's making a case he could be the sixth most important player 
on the roster if he continues to ascend in this direction. I think what's interesting is like how great Reggie was for like the first, I don't know, six weeks of the season. And I'm, I've, if you're a long time listener of the show, I've been talking about this for a long time. The guys will have really strong months and really, you know, and it's not necessarily calendar to calendar, but it stretches a time. Like Reggie was phenomenal for the first six weeks of the season. Um, and then Adam Morris has suggested that he should be sixth man of the year and he went in the tank. Good job, Adam. Um, and then, you know, they've gotten, and, and since then it's, it's been Peyton. And so even if, you know, if Peyton does have a stretch and he probably will, he'll have a stretch of, yeah. of time where he's struggling and not playing as well. Maybe that's when Christian Brown finally kind of comes into his own this season. Um, maybe it's Julian Strother having a, having a stretch of, of games this season, but it does show you how this team is built to provide opportunities for these guys to contribute in meaningful ways. On the other side, I want to talk about that Peyton Watson three, why it was so big, the action that they ran, in late in the fourth quarter that absolutely tore the Golden State Warriors up with a specific set that gave them fits. We'll talk about AG's contributions on the inside, about him having that dog in him, uh, and we'll continue to celebrate what was an absolutely incredible win for the Denver Nuggets over the Golden State Warriors. All that and more when we return on Locked on Nuggets. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I could make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Uh, I've, I've done hiring in the past. I know how difficult a job it is. And the number one thing I try and tell people when they're applying for things is how random that process can be. That's what's so huge about LinkedIn jobs is it takes out a lot of the randomness that you will find in the hiring process so you can get the best candidates. And it's not just who happens to catch your eye, who happens to be on the list that day, it actually gets you the best opportunity to review the candidates. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidates within 24 hours. We talked about Peyton Watson, how valuable it is to have found Peyton Watson and the fit that he provides the nuggets. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We're also brought to you today by BetterHelp. BetterHelp, obviously, look, it's the start of the new year, but it's also winter. And a lot of times it's we spend more time indoors. We don't get as much vitamin D. And that also means, though, that because we're not outside, we've got more. We're, we're with our thoughts more. And that becomes more introspection. But sometimes we can't process the things that we're trying to understand. We, you know, you're inside and you're, you're in your head a lot, but you don't really know how to sort through those things. That's where therapy can be so helpful for you. You know, around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. You know, maybe you finally organize one part of your space, but you want to tackle another. Or you're taking supplements every morning, and now you want to eat, actually eat breakfast too. Therapy helps you find your strength so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. These kind of cognitive behavioral changes could be absolutely massive. It's not just about exploring your feelings. It can also be about building habits into your mental routine to help you 
do better. Those kind of things, changing those little mindset things can be so massive in helping improve how you approach your day. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on MBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash NBA. We'll be right back here on Locked on Nuggets. Back here on Locked on Nuggets. Thanks for joining us and making this part of your day. Appreciate you guys being with us on a Friday after a monster win. Why wouldn't you want to listen to the show on a Friday? Um, I will I will try and get a um, post-game show on after Friday night's back-to-back game versus the Magic. I'll be there tonight. Uh, I'll try to get a post-game show up on Saturday as well for you guys so that we can react to that one as well. Um, Zamora says, we're about to enter second winter. I'll be praying for you, Zamora says. We're in it. Uh, Zamora, uh, early winter, is, as I, I've talked about on the show before, November, December. Midwinter is January and February. And then we have late winter here in Colorado, which is March and April. So the great thing is you can already be like, hey, we're one week down. Only seven weeks left in midwinter, which is awesome. Uh, all right, let's talk about the late game situation here, Swipa. And they ran this double drag action. And the key sequence that you and I have talked about is the score is there's a minute um, 52 remaining when Watson hits this shot. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis makes a layup off of of a Curry dime at 205 to make it a seven point game. Okay. It's seven with 205 at 152. um, Watson Murray comes down. They run drag screen action. There's two two screens, double drag. I'm sorry, double drag action. Murray goes around the first one and splits under. And that split is extremely difficult. Like most of these drag screens, you're using both screen actions to try and confuse them. Murray goes between, splits them. And as he splits them, he's able then to force the help to come down. And that leaves Watson wide open in the corner. They ran this action like four or five times late and they got good stuff out of it every sequence except the one where Jokic tied it the 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 warriors finally shut it down and we're like hey we stopped that action and then Jokic just posted uh posted Saric into oblivion and, and hit and yeah. shot it to tie the game that action though is such a great example of Murray's evolution as controlling the game the dynamics of having KCP as a screener and guard guard with Jokic there as well, putting multiple defenders into the action and leveraging them. It was really cool stuff to see late in that game. And that shot by Watson, you know, oh, wide open catch and shoot three. Didn't overthink it. Didn't wait on it too long. Sometimes do the mm-hmm. guys do that where they catch it and they think about it. Don't do that. Just go into your motion. Absolute perfect execution for what I felt was the biggest shot of the game to make it four. Yeah, I think this is a... Uh... This is a moment I think that will be remembered the rest of the year because Peyton Watson has gone from being an untrustworthy young wing player who needed development, didn't have a lot of time, didn't have a lot of expertise. Could Malone really trust him to Malone? Remember early this season, Peyton Watson was getting the minutes, but he said, I'm not giving you this minutes. You have to earn them. You have to do well with them. And for Peyton Watson to see the moment, to take heed of the moment and then to trust the team around him. And then he's talked about this before. And again, this is little stuff, y'all. And again, I know it was just a commercial, Matt, but even like the commercial, how he talks about the team, how supported he talks about, he feels with the team. And I'm going to talk about this later. Um, 
there was a photo of that I have of Michael Porter Jr. on the bench that I'm going to post, Matt. And after Jokic makes his game-tying basket versus Dario Saric, you see Michael Porter Jr. laughing on the sideline. And then when Jokic hits the game winner, he comes off the sideline, almost laughs as if he's evaluating, looking at everything's happening, and then he celebrates with his team. Michael has become one of the most unselfish players yeah, in really the has. league. Given that he is one of the most talented players the Nuggets have ever had, he's one of the best shooters in the history of the sport to start off his career. He is a champion. He's a starter on a champion. He's done everything. At points in time, he's been a Nuggets second-best player this year, third-best player, and he's fallen back to fourth-best player at times. He's done everything at, and Matt, he's played every game this year. And a second-year player for maybe the fourth game this season is closing a clutch game situation over him, and he doesn't even bat an eye. Because for him, he seems to be bought in to what the Nuggets are doing. And also, him and Peyton Washington, and this is the thing about Peyton, Peyton has also seemed to buy into what his responsibility is. Everybody knows seemingly what they're supposed to be doing, what their role is, and they've just committed to being like, look, if we're going to win championships, it takes all of us. It takes every single one of us being exactly what we're supposed to be. And, man, you know, there's a quote by King where he talks about this idea of a world house, and he says that I cannot be all that I ought to be unless you are all that you are ought to be. And he says that we are all inextricably tied in a single garment of destiny. And I think for even just like with the with basketball, man, the way it works, if you are not playing on a string, the San Antonio Spurs dynasty doesn't happen. If you don't have buy-in from the players, the Chicago Bulls dynasty doesn't happen. And I think right now what you're seeing is a team that realizes how special the moment and the culture is, and everybody is like, let's just not get in our own way. And everybody that's here, we all have bought in. And the people that are not here, they didn't buy in, or they might have aged out as a system. But Michael Porter's 25, Aaron Gordon's 28, Jokic is 28, Murray's 26. And they seemingly have just said, this, us collectively, starting at the top with Joker, we are more important than me and everybody, man. And, and, and obviously in the NBA, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. But, bro, I mean, in terms of a team having a college-like approach to the game, I mean, it might just be the Denver Nuggets in the class by themselves. I, I would agree with, with, with everything there. I think – so like Garrett raises this question. He's like, is MPJ too nice? Should he be, should he be okay with not closing or should he be saying something? Um, and then like Nadine's in the comments to talk about MPJ isn't that clutch, which I don't know if that's true. Um, he's at a bunch before. Uh, Garrett does say if PY is better than MPJ to close games, then we can better utilize MPJ's $34 million money hit. I will say like, this is part of it. Like this is part of the complication. Um, you know, I've argued with Ryan Blackburn about this, where um, right. Ryan kind of sees a future where Peyton Watson replaces AG um, down the line, many years down the line, because um, for Ryan, if you're above 30, then you're just about to crumble into dust and die. And um, I, I still think AG will be very good. You're seeing Malone's kind of vision here, right? Which is like, look, if I know I can score, because I've got shooting with KCP and I've got inside scoring with AG, and Jokic and Murray are also elite lethal scorers. As long as Peyton can hit these threes, I can have defense and scoring and spacing and my stars. Like it combines all of it, which 
you know, part of this is tough for me because I do think MPJ is, is like MPJ yeah. is sacrificed so much that I do feel like he's earned the right to close games. And it's just a matter, like it's tough because you, you know, you can say like, well, maybe MPJ can play and Peyton can take AG's spot, but like one AG's defense is so pivotal in these close games versus the elite squads. And two, like right after that Peyton Watson three that we just described, guess what the Nuggets did? They ran that same sequence. And so the Warriors were like, ah, 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 not going to let you split it this time. So Murray goes wide around the second screen. And guess what happens? The low man has to come up now to help on the Jokic roll, which mm-hmm. means AG's wide open and Jokic is able to throw the lob to him uh, yeah. for the dunk. Like age, that, that stuff is really vital and important. And if you say like, well, couldn't MPJ like act in that dunker spot? Not as capable as AG is. AG is one of the best dunker spot players in the league. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Nuggets have so many good players now that they don't have room for all of them to close in the roles that they deserve, which is really exceptional and very rare. Um, up next, we'll talk a little bit more about this win, about the championship resiliency to come back from down this much on the road, about what this kind of reflects on where both franchises are at, and we'll continue the discussion of Peyton Watson's evolution. We'll do that on the other side here on Locked on Nuggets. Trying to eat a little healthier in 2024? Hungry Root is here to rescue you from the short-lived resolutions by making meal planning easy and nutritious. Build healthy habits that won't disappear by February with Hungry Root. Hungry Root makes it easier for everyone to eat healthy. They support all the major diets and lifestyles, including gluten-free, vegan or vegetarian, dairy-free, low-carb, and others. If this applies to you or someone else you know, please talk about uh, please share how this helps your particular lifestyle when you uh, have an opportunity to have these. I will tell you, like, for me, this is huge because uh, my wife's a vegetarian, actually pescatarian, if you want to be technical about it. She'll eat fish. Um, and so, like, finding stuff to eat every night is a nightmare for me. I'm often making three to four different meals. And Hungry Roots great because it takes away some of that by making meals that all of us can enjoy. Customers save money on groceries versus the, the store, uh, as well as eating out less and avoiding expenses by enjoying Hungry Root. It's the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. Take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. They'll ask what your flavors you like, which kitchen appliances you use, and more. And then they'll keep your needs and preferences top of mind and start building your cart with delicious recipes and all of your grocery needs for the week. This is huge uh, because when you're trying to do meal planning, I'm the cook in the house, and like, Sometimes there'll be recipes where I'm like, I never use this. Like, I never use this thing. I got a lot of gadgets, but I don't use all of them. And so I'm not really, I will shy away from those. Hunger Root tailors it to what you need. Hunger Root goes beyond your weekly grocery haul with thousands of easy recipes that actually put your groceries to good use before they get forgotten in the back of your fridge. And the best part is Hunger Root follows a simple standard. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. Spend less time meal planning, shopping, and cooking, and more time enjoying healthy food that you'll actually love with Hungry Root. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Locked On NBA listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash locked on and you'll get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's hungryroot.com slash locked on. Don't forget to use our links. They know we sent you. We'll be right back on locked on nuggets. Back here on locked on nuggets. Thanks for joining us and making this part of your day. Uh, Steph Curry in the loss last night goes for (laughs) 30 points 
and he was 11 of 23, including that means he was 9 of 16 going to the fourth before he shot two of seven. And boy, like just a uh, little, little, little bit thing for me, all the people. And like, there's a lot of conversation today about like Steve Kerr needs to go and he's the problem. And I'll just tell you this, like they did what the, well, the Warriors fans wanted in this game. Like, why give Steph the ball? I just want Steph to run the ball. Just run, pick, and roll. Let Steph cook. Yeah, well, Steph tried to cook, and then we went two for seven. Like, you're better off with the off-ball stuff, guys. Like, that's that's what's made him a top-five player of all time. It's like, maybe a Steph. What? Like, that's a what? You said uh, made I him think, a top-five player? I think – I th here's my thing. If you're the best shooter of all time <laughs> – okay, Is he the best shooter of all time? Is he? Yeah, sure. Okay. If he's the best shoot short, come on. He's undeniably the best shooter of all time. Okay. And the whole point of basketball, if the core element, if you boil it all down and you say, what's the sport of basketball? The goal is put the little orange round thing into the little circle thing with the net. That's the number one important thing. And he's the best at it to ever do it. How can he not be top five? Yeah, respect to you, brother. This is a larger conversation than I absolutely will say. No way, no how, but no problem. Kobe fans, Kobe fans, they do the same thing to me, so I get it. I understand there's some things that he does really well at high level, but I'm not going to push back. He's top 10, but respect. I, this, is a, this is a much larger conversation, Matt. I don't want to take the time of the podcast to do that, but shout out, shout out to you, my brother. You, you almost got me into a Kobe conversation, which is not something. Well, you don't think Kobe's top 10? <laughs> so the, the uh, nuggets the nuggets uh in this win i think it really shows their championship it seriously does show the championship resi resiliency right um and I, I will say this is exactly the kind of game they could have done this before like i i there's a confirmation bias that goes into these kind of statements but i will say haven't seen so much of this there is a such a difference when you win a title and like bear in mind like They've been down. They were down on the road in the Western Conference Finals to the Lakers, came back, stormed back, won those games. Like, when you've done it in the toughest environments, this regular season game versus what, quite honestly, is a very mid-Warriors team, yeah. it's not that hard. And, like, this is, like, the fourth 18-point lead the Warriors have blown this season. So there's a little bit mm -hmm. that goes into, like, who they are as well. But for me, like, there is a little bit about this, about their – commitment to process and the nuggets ability to be like if we just keep going we're going to get into a spot where we're going to have a chance to win this game and that that confidence that resiliency that resolve to be like we can win any game even if we're down 18 in the fourth is such a huge huge thing for repeating and it shows you like what winning a championship does you know, we t everyone talks about how hard it is to repeat. Winning a championship helps you in this way in yeah. having a chance to repeat by helping you win these types of games. Yeah, I mean, again, there's just no moment. And that's what I think the Nuggets, people don't give the Nuggets credit for. Again, it's not, Matt, it's not even the 3-1 comebacks in the bubble. You were covering the team. 2017-18, what, the last 13 games of the year? That's Joker's first ever introduction to all NBA play on a consistent basis. They basically win every game, and then they ended up losing to the Timberwolves because Jokic turned the ball over at the end of that game. Wilson Chandler, love Wilson Chandler. What do you go, 0 of 11, 0 of 13 from the field in that game? 2018-19, they go to the first round. They're down 1-0. 
Jamal Murray goes crazy. They lose in game seven to CJ McCollum, 37 points. They then go to the bubble, down 3-1 to the Jazz, come back, down 3-1, down by 15 in games five, six, and seven to the Clippers, still win. Lose to the Lakers, come back that next year, no mall, no porter, well, no mall, get swept by the sun. The next year, no ball, no porter. They get 4-1 by the Warriors. They have been through it all, all of it. So now if they're fully healthy, they're locked in, and they're all mature, young, veteran players with a coach that they know knows this stuff and believes in them, look, it's money every time. And again, the Houston Rockets game was the symbolism of that. The Pelicans game, two of them, down 20 in both those games, come back and win the other one, and then they miss the other one, and they lose by single digit. They just don't shrink. They, and that, that's a part of the problem, though, too, Matt. That's why people get frustrated with them in the regular season. Why are they down to the Charlotte Hornets? Why are they tied 49-49? Why are they down 20 to the Pelicans? Why are they down 20 to this, this, and this? Because it just takes them sometimes a while to get motivated in a regular season Tuesday night game. But as soon as they put it on, it's curtains. Uh, well, I'll also, also say this, that um, if you really look at it, if you go back and you watch, like, it is so rare. And even then, like, even like the 16 Warriors that went 73 and 9, like, they had a lot of nights where it was like, hey, they're down a half. And then put on the throttle. Like, winning that much is is difficult, you know? The Celtics are the, Celtics are the best. How do I put this? I want to put this very carefully. The Celtics are the best team in the NBA for January. Like they're the best regular season team. They have the best resume. Okay. And like, that's not really deniable. Like they have a better record than the nuggets and they have the better, like all the underlying metrics are there. Like they're not, that's not like, Oh, they have this record, but they're not actually that good. Like, no, they're, they're good in all those categories. But like I said, this on Twitter, which is like, I don't trust the Celtics. And I absolutely trust the nuggets. And it's not just because the nuggets won the title. It's about who the nuggets are and their identity. And like, this is the thing. This game is indicative, is like illustrative of what I'm talking about there. Of you can trust this team to come through and deliver. And maybe Jokic misses that shot. And maybe they go to overtime. And maybe they lose there. But they put themselves in a position to win. They will consistently put themselves in a position to win. And they won't beat themselves. And that is so massive. It's one of the biggest differentials between like the real contenders and the nons. Is the nons will be like, yeah, if things go right, we can win. But if things go wrong, well, we'll get them next time. It's not always going to go right for you. You have to win games when things don't go right for you. The Nuggets gave up a 132 offensive rating or defensive rating, a 132 defensive rating to a team that quite honestly is not that good offensively. 115.3 on the year, I think. And so like things did not go right. Their defense and you know, there's something to be said for like the Nuggets defense hasn't been great lately. And we can talk about that later in a macro view, not today because it's been amazing because uh, they they're still winning games. Um, but it's been really, I think, I just think this game is so impressive from the standpoint of what they were able to bring. I want to ask you when Jokic, all right, Jokic gets the ball tie game and he's going right. Has, has to dribble because uh, they Malone wasn't able to get the timeout call before the dribble. So Jokic turns and goes, what is like, walk me through your thought process as Jokic is like turning the corner there. I think the best version of clutch Joker, no slight at all. There's no slight. There's no way to slide. If you give Joker a tied, game situation meaning that you get all the focus all the clutch and none of the pressure of the what if it's almost curtains and when when Jokic got that ball and then when if Jokic he didn't push shot it he double jumped 
heave. And I was like, I might go in. And then sky, 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 sky. And I was like, yo, this is really close. And then, you know what it was trying to remind me of, Matt? Remember game five? I think he had six threes in the first quarter versus Utah. Remember that yep. game? And the yeah. last one he had over Rudy Gobert was like this, like, kind of to the left, straight vertical push three from, like, almost half court. It kind of reminded me of that, just more controlled. And that didn't hit me net when he made that. Joker is just the most – and I, let me ask you this in response. Is he, among the, the players in the league, is he the most improbable – like late game shot maker you think there is in the league right now? I think he is the most improbable late game clutch player the league has ever seen. Ever seen? Ever seen. I don't think you can look back and look at a player that was because like and we we you know the Nuggets haven't been in as many in as many close games as they used to be. But like the archetype used to be you can't give the ball to the center late in games mm. because they'll get doubled and they can't, you know, because typically they play back to the basket. Like, I there's no other like, – as good as Embiid is, and Embiid's the MVP right now, Embiid's not hitting that shot. Shake, shake. <laughs> like, Embiid's not hitting that shot. He's yeah. not. He's not turning the corner and and hitting that shot there. Um, Shaq is not hitting that shot. Hakeem, for as amazing as he was, and maybe, you know, if Hakeem had come up in a different era, maybe he looks different, but, like, Hakeem's not hitting that shot. Right. No other center in the history. So just by virtue of – breaking the mold of what a big man does in those situations and having mm -hmm. to guard him in those kind of spots and then seeing his ability to hit those kinds of shots and like, yeah, it was a bank shot, but still just like he got it, he got it up there with a trajectory for the opportunity for it to go in. And that's what you want. You just want a chance for it to go in so you can win that game. Absolutely incredible, incredible shot. Amazing did moment. You, yeah. Did you see what Shaq said about him at halftime? what did he say? So Shaquille O'Neal was going through the kind of highlights and player highlights for Joker and he said at the end of it, he said, if you double him, he will pick you apart. But if you play him one-on-one, -on -one, he will destroy you. Matt, is there a more – and, and I've, I've really thought about this. Jason Temp said he thinks that Joker is the best offensive half-court player of all time. And, like, I'm I'm in, a, I'm in a similar boat, but I remember 16 Curry, 91 Jordan, 87 uh, Magic Johnson, and then Bird had a couple years in there. Nash obviously had an 05-06 run. But I think in terms of – in, in Inside-out format were a big – and that's, I think that's what's different. Shaq said it himself. You have a seven-foot center. You cannot double. But also is the most dominant post player of the modern era. And also shooting 50% from mid-range. Yeah. And also shooting 40% from three. And also it's one of the best screeners ever. So I guess, like, what do you do? Like, you just hope you can give him hands. And he gets a bad shot. But if he gets an off-balance shot, we've seen him make that multiple times. So Shaq described it perfectly. I think kind of where the NBA is right now is like Giannis, for instance. Matt, I'm not going to hold you. I thought the Spurs were going to win that game. And then Giannis, out of nowhere, his two three-pointers. Yeah. It's over. It's over. But they gave him wide-open shots because that's just not what he does. So that's what yeah. I think, man. Like, Joker, man, it's just like. Especially if Jamal Murray's on the court, you have spacing around him. Oh, you're it's 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 basically cooked. There's the there's the, they are the most unstoppable offense in the league, and he's one of the most unstoppable offensive players of all time for sure. That's gonna do it for Locked On Nuggets. Thanks for joining us. I'll be back on Saturday with a quick recap show from the Orlando game. Thanks for joining us. Hope you guys have yourselves a great weekend. We're back on Sunday night with World's Finest after the Detroit Pistons game. Uh, make sure to follow Swipe on Twitter at Swipe Cam and. 
on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash swipe a cam for more of his stuff. We'll see you guys again next time. Thanks for joining us on Locked on Nuggets.